Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special pre-Christmas getting hammered with my friend Vic Mattis. I'm Mary Catherine Ham. Hello, Vic. Hello, Mary Catherine. Uh, how are you? I'm all right. I mean, you know, the run up to Christmas is always hectic. Yes. Uh, we had a, I think I, I told you guys that my kid's school was letting us come watch them in their Christmas performance. Oh, yes. Okay. Which, so, so the, was it just you guys then and nobody else? I assumed you were the only parents there. <laughs> Actually, it was gratifying. There was a nice full house. Do you have to mask up in the school? It was masked. Yeah. It, uh, uh-huh. It's whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. But a bit of a novel experience at this, in this area, in this era, right? So? Because, yes. Well, just because like, I don't think a, a lot of schools and, and, and such. Oh, are doing are sh- productions. Doing, right. So we got to do the thing. And I got to say, Vic, if I were ever to become a supervillain, which could happen, yes. uh, <laughs> I will tell everybody my kryptonite now, and it is tiny little children singing about Jesus. Okay. Oh, if <laughs> that would, you mean that would melt your heart. If you were it's, the Grinch, it would expand. I'm, yes. I'm many done. times its size. I'm finished. I'm incapacitated. Oh, oh that's right. Tiny so, they, they, so they're, they're not a, so I was going to say, wait a minute in a public school. Oh no, no, it's not no. a public school. Okay. <laughs> it's like, wow. Uh, well, that's nice. That was, that was lovely. So it was just a singing. It was like a, uh, a just a, a selection of songs. Yes. The and there's just something about it. The children mm-hmm. and the, the choreography, the cute little choreography yeah. and the songs. Yeah. Oh. And I can't hold it together to the point that I, was glad I had a mask on because it was embarrassing how much I was crying. (laughs) You were crying. It brought tears. Well, I mean, not just tears, like sobbing. Like, I don't even think, I don't even think I saw half of my young, uh, my middle (laughs) kid. She's not my youngest. Did you have your phone? Were you recording? I did. I I recorded a little bit, but (laughs) I try to, I try to be in the moment. Mm, And also I can't, I can't. I can't hold the phone without shaking because, oh, because I'm you're crying. crying you're so emotionally well this has been a very emotionally trying year and it culminated in this christmas spectacular yes i think there was i think there was maybe there might that be might be something to work through with my therapist like what what else was going on here <laughs> um because the ducks there was flew a, out of the swimming pool and i started crying sorry there was a catharsis yeah. at yeah. this event yeah. um by the time my older daughter took the stage, I had I had pulled it together slight, but I was thankful for the mask that day. Did you have I mascara in the pew? Did you did you have any like your makeup was running your eyeliner? Yes, or- yes. I had to check. <laughs> I had to check on my phone to see how much mascara was under my eyes. It was a bad oh, idea. I have a question. Were you the only or were there other people crying? I, I'm sure there were other people crying. I mean, how could you not? It's just there's something about this like, like a nuclear level of cuteness and earnestness well, and it just breaks me it, um and so i'm sure other people were crying i'm not sure anyone was crying as obviously as i was and i was doing the thing you know when you had a mask you know when you're in a situation where you shouldn't be out of hand and then you you get the giggles or something and then mm. you are laughing at yourself mm-hmm. so i was crying and then laughing at myself for crying as much as i was and then i could i couldn't get out of the cycle did people notice did you say people notice? I think probably so. They probably thought I was a little bit crazy. Well, I have, I have, yeah, I use my glasses. That's a prop. So in case I'm like, oh, excuse me, there's something in my glasses or something. And then I use that as a distraction. Yes. You know, I, what I remember is, boy, this must have been maybe seven years ago already. But when my son was in their school production 
or maybe he was in third grade at the time. And they were in a school production for, for like for, you know, their winter, the holiday, the holiday right. production. Their solstice, so, produ- the production. solstice production some time ago. And they're all up there and they all have to sing. And they did that song from the Polar Express, whatever the song is, right? Which I never thought it was a song until now. Then I think about it. And when, when that was going on, my wife turned to me and she said, something to the effect of like, remember looking at this because it's going to go so fast. Oh, and she was right. And, you know, now they're, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's 13. They're all grown up. They're not, they're not little kids anymore. And I remember trying to take a mental picture of like this thing where all these kids are so sweet and they're singing that song from, uh, 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 you know, from the Polar Express, which later on, they tell me that the kids changed the lyrics to it when they were, not uh, on stage and mm-hmm. instead of uh it was they they would say they would in, instead of christmas they they would say it's the you know the name of the, the clown from uh it you know um uh, pennywise <laughs> pennywise pennywise is coming so and, and that was there. i was like okay great that's lovely but nevertheless uh well oh. that's that's nice and now, uh, now i'm gonna cry over that i know uh, my my children, by the way, this year were singing the Jingle Bells Batman Smells. Oh, it's a good one. That's a classic. And <laughs> they were surprised that I knew the words. And I'm like, uh, girls, I'm I'm the original. They they thought it was a new song. Yes. That's what they did. They thought it was a new song. Well, good for good for you. I am uh, I have to tell you, I'm I might I'm a little bit frenetic and jittery uh, this morning. I was over caffeinated, over caffeinated. Oh. So I have to cut back. I went to this coffee place in the morning. I had some errands to do. And I went to this coffee place where sometimes my father-in-law goes and he was on his way out, but I decided I'll pop in anyway. And some of his fellow morning church parishioners were there and like, Hey, come on, have a seat. So I don't really know (laughs) these people, but I sat down anyway. And it was like an hour later. So anyway, I'm drinking this coffee and and I hadn't taken my blood pressure meds yet, you know, because I take blood pressure (laughs) meds because I'm old. Um, And then I remembered to take them, but this reminded me, I used to have a doctor, my GP as they call right. GP, a general practitioner. And she used to have me oh, uh, PCP primary care. Oh, primary care. My primary care physician, excuse me. That's what it is. My, pri- my primary care physician. And she was constantly on me uh, coming in every six months, right? Every six months, six months, come and get a blood test. Do you take your blood pressure every day? What is it? Et cetera. She was really, really concerned. Uh, so I do have to do this. And then like a while back, she left. And she didn't even say, I'm leaving. And do you want to, you know, come to my new practice? She went out to rest and then became one of these fee only doctors. Yeah. So they don't take insurance, right? I think they just take cash, basically. A concierge a doctor, concierge doctor yes. right? So she's out there in Russian. So the group practice then assigned me to a new doctor in the same location because it's closer. So I have the new doctor. She couldn't care less, right? And, and so I said, well, it's six months. I better have my appointment. I go right. in. She shows up and she, and she sees me and she just goes, so uh, what can I help you with? And I'm like, oh, well, don't I have to get it? Well, I guess you can do this. You can do that. Uh, you don't need a blood test, whatever. So I had taken one and then they comment on it later. But then now, you know, I used to have to go in right. to get the blood test because every, you know, after about four or five months, you know, oh, you got to renew your prescription. And the only way you can renew your prescription is you have to see the doctor. Uh. Well, she's just been renewing it like, like auto renew. So now it's been over a year since I've seen the doctor. Is that good or bad? That's what I, what would you do? Well, first of all, 
I'm I'm surprised your your former doc who was very concerned about it didn't give you a little heads up. No, it, I kind of was kind of I was kind of hurt by that. Yeah, it's true. But you know, you can you can do the fee to go see her if you need it. Yes. Um, by the way, I used to have a concierge doc because I was oh. on I was on it's oh, not right. it's not a highfalutin thing. It's because I was on Obamacare. I had That's private right. insurance. And the way that that worked, not to go down a political rabbit hole, but the way that that worked is that my <laughs> we deductible would never do that was, on this show. My my deductible became became extremely high, and my my premium was extremely high, and it was basically useless. So I paid a doctor mm. to go to the doctor. Wow. I, I gave him a retainer so that we could just yes, go, and yeah. that turned out to be the better option. But anyway, I liked my concierge doctor. I, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's 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 nice to have somebody care, Vic. But also, it, yeah. maybe they put in your chart. This is a they've been listening. Lost to cause. The show. They did they say lost cause on the. No, chart? they've been listening no. to the show and they oh. put in the chart. This is a man who runs seven miles on things. Oh, <laughs> and not now a priority. They don't I'm no longer on the triage list. I am not on the priority <laughs> there. I'm sort of lower on that list. So maybe quite possibly that that is the case. So we'll see. Yeah. I should go in the new year once I'm done eating because I put on some pounds. So I mean, yeah. I have uh, really the, look. The baby needs cookies. She has made that clear to me. <laughs> I'm you know, the one. I need the calories to give to the baby. And so I am eating a lot of chocolate. Okay. So otherwise that said, otherwise everything is fine. Yeah, we're good over here. You know where things aren't fine, Vic? Where? Where? On the hill. Oh. On the hill. Because Build Back Better, as we announced the other day, is DOA on the hill. It is now officially. And our Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia not our senator, for our, our cousin senator over in West Virginia. Oh, yes. Joe Manchin announced that he's not backing Build Back Better. <laughs> so, yes. So this thing is sort of going down in flames right before Christmas. And a lot of people are big mad. They're big mad, Vic. They, they sure are. They sure yeah. are. I was the gonna, memes are flying, yeah. <laughs> particularly the one with, uh, with Representative AOC. Alexandria yes. Ocasio-Cortez. Oh yeah, the um, squad. The squad yes, is up in the arms. Squad. They've looking used profanity. Up, They've used look, profanity. They did. Well, and I, I like the the one picture of uh, of AOC looking over at Mansion behind him, where she's glaring mm -hmm. at him. Yeah, that's, that's how it. we all feel, Vic, about Joe Mansion. I, I think that Ilan Omar. She said it was BS because <laughs> yes. you know they, they 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 thought they had him. They, they, he gave them their word or something well, yes. to that so, effect. So all this, all, we've been over this a couple of times, but there were the two giant bills. The infrastructure bill already passed. It passed mm. the Senate bipartisan, something like, was it the over, over 60 votes for that one? And then it passed the House. Well, the squad was concerned and the more progressive members of the House were concerned, rightly, it turns out, it turns that out. if the infrastructure bill passed, the moderates would have what they wanted and their giant bill that they wanted Although they should also be happy with the giant amount of money we spent on the infrastructure bill. But anyway, Build Back Better would not pass because the moderates already had what they wanted. Well, that seems to be where we are now. Yeah. Manchin said, look, there's not the the money is not accounted for here. We're not getting honest numbers from the CBO score of this Build Back Better. I need I need better than this. And uh, and he's he's out. He also alluded to not being treated that well by white house staff. Oh, by white house staff now he now not not uh, president biden personally but by unnamed staffers well, so the there's line is there was there was there's basically and it's staff it's uh, staff driven i understand staff this is not the president it's the staff 
and they drove some things, and they put some things out that were absolutely in, in, inexcusable. And they know what it is, and that's it. Yes. He said it's it's not the president. It's the staff. And they drove some things and they put some things out there that were absolutely inexcusable. They know what it is. And that's it. Well, I, dun, think dun, we dun. I think we know even from the time of, you know, I remember with Rahm Emanuel, you know, when he was in the White House as, uh, as a chief of staff, he would bully members of Congress and they had that power. Chiefs of staff, very, very powerful people. I'm not saying it's Ron Klain, but uh, they do have that power. They feel to bully members into uh, agreeing to whatever the president's agenda is or trying or trying to make their life miserable or threatening them that things can get really rough, this, that, or the other. But you're right. Uh, the pr- progressives warned they did not want BBB, Build Back Better, and infrastructure to be separated right. into two bills because they knew, as you were just saying, that the infrastructure would pass, but not this radical bill that was going to remake society and bigger than uh, the Great Society or the, or the New Deal. And so rightfully so. The smart thing they could do, uh, I guess, is in the, in the new year is pass piecemeal legislation. You know, mm-hmm. So you have pieces of it, but that does not have the same pizzazz as one giant multi-trillion dollar bill. Well, yeah. So a couple things. First, the bullying didn't work. Manchin says they yeah. figured surely to God, we can move one person sure that we can badger and beat one person up. Surely right. we can get enough protesters to make that person uncomfortable enough. They'll just say, okay, I'll vote for anything and just quit. He says, I'm from West Virginia. I'm not from where they're from. And they can't just beat the living crap out of people and think they'll be submissive period. <laughs> Yikes. That's right. That, and- that doesn't sound like a path to yes right there. No, and it, it does not. It, it, and, and, the, and, and his haters, his haters, are just going after West Virginia now. We, uh, you know, Bette Midler, you know, I she went out. This. She went out. You know, West Virginians are all strung out and strung and, out and, and illiterate. And illiterate, yeah. and that's not going to endear them it's or counter, him. Counterproductive. No, you're trying to. Well, they've tried. They've tried to be nice, and now they're just going to be me yeah. to Joe Manchin. And the uh, the idea, by the way, I feel like was, did they try to be nice though? I think that's uh, the no, problem. not really. That's a good point. They, you know, and there's some talk about, oh, is Joe Manchin going to switch? Uh, or he, maybe he could become an independent in caucus with the Republicans. But, you know, outside of BBB, he's still fairly democratic. I mean, yeah, yes. I mean, he's well, pro-life. But other than that, you know, there's still a lot of time. He Most of the time, he still votes with the president. Right. So well, and everybody, everyone's the, just getting worked up thing. on this thing. There is a, there's a measure of entitlement here that is pretty astounding. This is, oh. and I've said this before, this is the third over a trillion dollars, almost $2 trillion bill that they wanted to pass in Mm -hmm. a calendar year. From January to December, they wanted to pass three packages, American Rescue Mm -hmm. Plan, the Infrastructure Mm -hmm. Bill, and Build Back Mm -hmm. Better. Originally, Build Back Better was supposed to be much more money than this, but it's down to like $175 trillion. Not accurately. It surely costs more than that. But the price tag, they barely have majorities. Democrats barely have majorities. The That's idea right. that you got two $2 trillion packages is pretty amazing in that environment. You are not entitled to a third unless you can convince people overwhelmingly that they should vote for it. And they could not do that. And by the way, uh, yeah. Kirsten Cinema uh, noted to someone, look, it's not just Manchin. There's a lot of people who are oh, wary yeah. about this. And they're happy for him to take the slings and arrows, but they're not excited to vote for this thing. 
That's right. And it's good for him because the people of West Virginia support him on this. And he would have had a rough time, I think, getting reelected had he gone against this. But it is funny, as you're pointing out, you look at all the people who are up in arms uh, about Joe Manchin and they'll say, I can't believe one senator is holding us hostage. One senator. It's really 51. Democracy is dead. Yeah, democracy is dead because of one person. One person had all this power. But, you know, somehow Kristen Sinema got the pass. Everyone stopped talking about her. And then, of course, forget about the other Republicans, the 50 Republicans. They don't count. You know, so it all comes down to uh, well, and they to were Joe super Manchin. nice trying to convince uh, Senator Sinema by crashing weddings and following her into, oh, bathrooms. into bathrooms. That's other right. other questionable tactics in the uh, in the quest to win friends and influence people That's going right. on it, on the Hill right now. But honestly, it would have been very interesting uh, in a very, very dark way to see if Build Back Better had passed and you pump in another couple trillion dollars into an economy that's already suffering from massive inflation, how would that work out? You know, know? like like people have a gut feeling about that. Paul Krugman columns aside. uh, Mm -hmm. That's right. Paul Krugman columns notwithstanding, they have a feeling that pumping trillions of dollars into this economy would go badly for them. That's right. I don't think they're wrong. Um, By the way, one VP Kamala Harris was talking mm. to Charlemagne the God, who's a, um, that, who's a that uh, radio host, <laughs> yes. and they got into a little uh, tiff about the power of Mansion versus Biden. We can play that clip. I want to know who's the real president of this country. Is it Bi- is it Joe Biden or Joe Mansion? I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt, but I'm going to the vice president. It's the mama. I'm so sorry, Charlemagne. We have she, to wrap. She can hear me. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you hear me, Madam okay, Vice President? So I'm sorry. You got a rap. Oh, so I'm, I'm sorry happening. to interrupt. They're acting like they can't hear me. Y'all see that? <laughs> I can hear you. Oh, so who's the I real? So who's the real president of this country? Is it Joe Manchin or Joe Biden, Madam Vice President? Come on, Charlemagne. I really. Come on. I, it's Joe Biden. I can't no, tell. No, no, sometimes. no, 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 no. But yeah, this is. These are the facts on the ground, man. Is that you had to convince him? You had to convince Cinema. Yeah. In the case of the infrastructure, infrastructure bill, people did a lot of work to do the convincing. And on this, it didn't happen. No. And the bar was very high. And I just think, especially on reconciliation, doing large transformative legislation with 50 votes isn't smart either for your possibility of success or for the idea that people will embrace it as it is enacted because that, you don't that, have that much right. buy-in. That's right. And in effect, uh, Manchin did a lot of these senators a favor, certainly the senators from battleground states or swing states. And we mentioned this in a free beacon editorial, which is they would have these other senators, these Democrats would have been forced to answer why they voted for something that is destroying the economy. And now they don't, you know, and there might be a way out for them in the in the in the midterm, or at least for some of them. I, and I don't I don't like to say that in the sense of, oh, Imagine if it passed, it would have been amazing how horrible things would be. And that, you know, you're rooting for a depression no, in order for Republicans to, I don't, to, I don't well. want to root for it, but yeah, yeah I just don't think it would have gone yeah. well. And by the way, senators are safe from having taken that vote, but house members are not. If you'll yeah, remember, because they did already, this came up in the house and the, the Democrats had to walk the plank on this. Oh so yeah. Th- that's a worst case scenario where you've taken a vote on something that a lot of people don't like, particularly in battleground mm-hmm. states. And then it comes to nothing. That's so right. you are on the record, but it comes to nothing. So you, you get none of the, mm-hmm. uh, none of the payout from that. But Mitt Romney showed up to the White House and in everybody's Twitter stream saying, hey, 
we can make a deal on this child tax credit <laughs> thing. I got some ideas. So if you truly want a bipartisan deal, you could do something piecemeal along those lines That's and, right. and, and, and probably get something done in the new year. But Build Back Better, not going to be the thing. B-B-B-R-I-P. R-I-P. Oh, Vic. Yes. Uh, the Omicron. Oh, the Omicron is all over the place. It sure seems to be that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, so certainly, certainly on the Eastern seaboard, um, it is hopping around like crazy. COVID is, I'm, I look, I'm not positive that all of these are, are Omicron infections, uh, cause Delta still exists. Both are, both are running around during Christmas time. Uh, I saw somebody tweet something that was like, um, uh, it was like, trying not to get COVID before Christmas is the new squid game. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Red light, green light. Yeah. Uh, can I, can I make it just a few more days? Yeah, just a few more days, just a few more days till I get to so, that. Yeah. Look, it is, it does seem to be the winter surge. Highly, uh, highly perhaps, transmissible. Perhaps plus Omicron's transmissibility mm-hmm. seems to be in the Northeast and mid Atlantic right now. So you're seeing numbers go up. People are also doing a lot of testing because if they have symptoms, they want to test before they go and see people, That's which right. if you have symptoms is a prudent thing to do. I don't love asymptomatic. Ah, it really testing. depends on what your symptoms are. Vic <laughs> <laughs> says, no, if you have sniffles, well, I don't know. You just say I have sniffles. If this thing is mild, the thing is there are worse you know, at this point, when there people are saying and doctors are saying that it's uh, generally, by and large, uh, milder yes. uh, th- than Delta, meaning that there are probably flus out there that are worse. The only difference is you could have a terrible flu and come back at your own discretion, but you could have a mild cold that turns out to be Omicron and you can't come back for two weeks. Yes. That's uh, in In my household, we... we follow a philosophy of vaxxed and if you <laughs> this is something That's i've it. heard thrown around which is something by the way that the, the that administration used to be. should have thought about going with yes um, they were going in that direction it would be nice that's yeah. the direction we all need to go in right. and if omicron is the thing that gets us going in that direction like it seems a, a better solution than some of the others on the sure. table which were worse infections and and worse symptoms i do enjoy how on this round of new variant because it's in the, it's hitting the mid Atlantic and the Northeast, because this is in the summer, the South gets hit because everybody's in indoor spaces Mm -hmm. up close. Uh, It's very hot Mm -hmm. and they're in their air conditioned houses in the Northeast at the holidays and the cold pushes everybody inside in groups. And And so it, it, it happens then you'll notice when it hit the South, when Delta hit the South, it wasn't, Oh, there's a new variant and we don't know how to deal with it. And it's evading, uh, our vaccines, whatnot, it, these people aren't at fault. It was like, oh my gosh, these Neanderthals and their carelessness. That's right. That's right. That's right. In the Northeast, that's not the message now that Omicron has come to be. No, because they're all smart up there. Yes. So, Omicron know, is just sort of a, a shorthand for, look, I did everything right, but this thing got me anyway, which was the case for everyone. <laughs> it's not a moral failing to get a virus. It's, it's, it's really, it's really quite something. And, and the reaction again, we should hope that if it's true that this, this, this Omicron is actually very mild, that basically means, you know, at this point we're talking about endemicity, right? This is an endemic. 
right. uh, virus and people are going to get it and you get over it and there are treatments for it. Even if you're double vaxxed and boosted, there are breakthrough cases, but it's not going to be bad. And if you get it, it's not going to be bad. And if you get it, there are treatments you can take, uh, including monoclonals uh, that will help you get through it. And things that we know now better than we did when this thing first happened in the spring of 2020. That is not how people are reacting, reacting though. I mean, no, my gosh, yeah. by the way, I was, I was off Twitter for a couple of days and, uh, good and for you dealing with our, with our own stuff at the house. And then I got back on and wow, I, people were reacting. I had heard about it bouncing around and like people were reacting in such a way that was so off the charts, panicky compared to the real life experience yes. of what was going on. By the way, here's Fauci on uh, on State of the Union telling mm. Jake Tapper that indeed this is very transmissible. Uh, you won't be surprised to hear that his answer is like, buckle down people, this is getting serious. We are gonna be in for some serious difficulties right now and we better be doing more to mitigate against that. And it's never too late to get vaccinated. And if you're vaccinated, go get boosted and be prudent in everything else you do. When you travel in your indoor settings that are congregate, wear a mask. It is going to be tough. We can't walk away from that, Jake. We can't because with Omicron that we're dealing with, it is going to be a tough few weeks to months as we get deeper into the winter. So he says hospitalizations and deaths as well as cases, which I'm not sure is accurate compared to what we've seen other places. He also told uh, John Carl on ABC that uh, that Omicron seems to be overtaking all the other variants, which to your point, Vic, might be the way that people find their immunity with minimal symptoms, even that, if they're not vaccinated, which that's right. again, it will protect you from more serious systems, symptoms likely if you are vaccinated. No, you'll do this the old fashioned way, which is how people, you know, dealt, dealt with it in the past, which is, you know, um, you develop, you know, <laughs> natural antibodies to fight it off. Your body gets it. It fights it off. Then you have this sort of natural immunity for the next time around, at least for, you know, and well, there might be other variants, obviously, but go ahead. But you were well, saying- and counter yeah. to uh, Dr. Fauci, you will be glad to hear that our girl, Dr. Angelique Quitsi oh, yes. of South Africa appeared on CNN's morning show, New Day with John Berman. And she told him a couple things, the same things, same things we've been hearing from her because we are wise and check in with Angelique regularly. <laughs> That's right. We're, we're, we're the, we're the first place people should come to for news about right. Dr. Angelique. Is, Absolutely. We're an Angelique podcast. That's it. Yeah. Um, no, but she, she was one of the doctors who was part of the team who discovered Omicron, reported it to the world for their trouble. Of course, they became persona non grata. <laughs> Yeah. And, and told they couldn't travel. What we currently see is our cases is sort of, um, we're over the curve. It's sort of coming down. So, um, you know, in Gauteng, we, which was the epicenter, the number's much lower. But she said that COVID cases have started dropping in the province where the Omicron outbreak began, which is a very quick uh, yeah. turnaround there. She also said, uh, has, has repeated that this is nothing like the Delta wave when it came to hospitalizations mm -hmm. and deaths. She said something in the four and five hundreds a day were being mm -hmm. admitted to hospitals during Delta wave. And for this one yesterday, I think her number was 87. Province where it all started, you're starting to see the case numbers go down. Your past peak there. That's interesting because if that were to happen here, that means it's three weeks, two, three weeks, and then the cases start to go down. Number two, 
hospitalizations, when you're talking about more severe illnesses, was there a direct correlation? How much severe illness was there with this case surge versus other variants previously? Much, much. Uh, when we look at Delta, it was four, five hundred people per day admitted. If we look at Omicron, as I've said, 87 yesterday. And, and, and so that yeah. is that is certainly looking better. And I'm glad to see her on American media because she'd be a great person to speak rationally about Omicron and what is what is coming. But but that doesn't help with your clicks, I don't think, you know, because it goes against the whole fear porn. Uh, what's interesting is I saw another doctor on TV and it was the exact opposite message. And so, you know, he was, it was Anna Cabrera who asked him, you know, but we're looking at the case numbers now in South Africa, they're going down. So right. how about that? And he said, we cannot compare ourselves to South Africa. It's an entirely different country with different demographics and the different situation in terms of how they fight the virus versus how uh, we react to and fight the virus. So you cannot compare, you know, so when things get good, that doesn't right. mean they're going to get good here. However, when things go bad there, things oh, go bad here. Of course. That's the thing. That's the difference. <laughs> That's always the message. No, but, 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 you know, the attitude is definitely don't assume this is going to be mild. It's going to be bad. And just like that white house memo that people were highlighting the other Ooh. day, if you are unvaccinated, this is on, not only is it on you, but you're going to have a, a bleak. I think they, did they use the word bleak? No, no. Bleak so here, here, here it was, here it was. Yeah. This is both, this is echoed both from a department head and from Biden at a, at a press conference. And I just want to say, this sounds like this is <laughs> Like Jacob Marley dragging yes. his dragging his chains out to the podium. And he says, we're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for the unvaccinated <laughs> for themselves, their families and the hospitals. They'll soon overwhelm. Like, guys, Amazing. that is it's a lot. It's a lot. And again, encourage people to get vaccinated, encourage them to get boosted those things can certainly cut down on the severity of symptoms. Although I don't think Omicron is bringing the severity of symptoms that, that some are suggesting it might, but this messaging is it's messaging not, mayhem, not, not holiday suitable for sure. No, no, it's not. It, 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 it's, they're just, you know, again, what's happening is people are getting double vaxxed, boosted and still getting it. And people have to just, accept that yes. and then move on with your life. And, 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 and because if you look at the recovery rates, they're still pretty high. Yeah. Uh, you would think when you listen to the coverage, maybe the recovery rates 50%, you know, but in fact, it's like 99.9. If it's for, if you're a kid, it's well, 99.998. And that is, that is right? a media problem. And it's not that obviously any, any deaths are bad. Mm -hmm. we, we don't want them. We want to make this as preventable as possible. Yes, of course. But there is a media problem in the way that we have reported on this throughout the pandemic, mm -hmm. that a lot of people's perceptions, particularly if you look at polling, Democrats' perceptions of how uh, likely oh. they are to be hospitalized, hospitalized or die, their estimates are way higher than what the disease actually does, even in its worst form. And that is not a great way to live life. No. <laughs> with, uh, with the misperception of your risk. Again, I check you know, almost daily with uh, the New York Times COVID tracker for our county uh, in Arlington. And they tell, they, they tell us, you know, that it's, you know, again, the cases, 
cases are still very high cases because that's yes. the that's the fixation is cases cases are still very high and and and, and deaths and we also urge you even if you're vaccinated not to go indoors you know even if you're masked you can be vaxxed boosted and masked don't go into indoor places anymore with other people right with other people <sighs> uh, and the other line they say is deaths have remained the same right. and then i scroll down to deaths in, in for the last two weeks in arlington at zero Yes. And so, you know, oh, there's a lag time. Okay. Well, it happened two weeks ago. Okay. Well, so it's, so, you know, and I, I, someone, and I'm not, me, this is not me hoping for you. No, obviously, someone, I'm not. Someone you told know, this me is, uh, this week that there were eight yeah. homicides in DC last week and one COVID death, but COVID is the emergency. That, That's right. Not, not, not the, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that just like the public policy priorities are not lining up for me. That's right. It's it's it. Let's talk about that. And they're bringing back the uh, the masking indoors in the city. And, 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 you know, meanwhile, there's this, you know, the homeless guy who throws the brick at the dad and the baby in the stroller. Right. On, on, on Capitol Hill. Uh, by the way, uh, the the president himself was uh, in contact with someone who tested positive. So best to him. And we hope that that uh, was an asymptomatic exposure and that it was very low risk and and that all turns out well. And he's he's good to go for Christmas. As as far as we know, no positive test for him. Just the guy that he was hanging good. out with on good. on Air Force good. One. And um, the uh, and the other president is also quite healthy, as you know, he's boosted. I don't know if you, you saw that. He got vaccinated. He told Bill O'Reilly. Oh, yes. He's boosted. He's boosted. He's boosted. Yeah, Trump Trump himself That's is right. is boosted, which actually he told he told Bill O'Reilly that. And that is a that is a message that could reach people who that, that, are they, not vaccinated at this time, as opposed to the That's right. Jacob Marley style, you are bound to die. Yeah. Yeah. I you know, not my favorite Marley. My favorite Marley's Bob. I'd rather hang out with his brother, Bob, if I had to be stuck with somebody, if I had to be visited by somebody in the middle of the night and it's a Marley, I sure, I sure hope it's Bob or Ziggy. That's how you get vaxxed and very relaxed. That's very relaxed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> the Bob Marley ghost visit. <laughs> oh, the ghost of Christmas, I can't remember. That's that really what it is. <laughs> okay. So this, oh, I'm about to get, I'm about to get ill about this one, Vic. Yes. There's news. There's news at the White House. There's happy news. Oh, this oh finally, some good news. Tell. You know tell. what the good news is? Oh, there's a new puppy at the White House, Vic. Oh, wow. Really? He is a full, full-blood German shepherd, three months old. They couldn't find Pitbull? Is that what happened? They couldn't his find name the, is, uh, his yeah. na- well, the Rottweiler. Bidens are partial to German shepherds. Uh, uh, his okay. name is Commander. That's right. Mm-hmm. He's adorable. The White House is putting out a video of the puppy on the lawn. It's a beautiful thing. Why, why don't what you know? You know what? What can go? What can possibly go wrong? Well, here's the thing, Vic. There was another. In fact, uh, Huffington Post tweeted, "The first dog's name is Commander," and I said, "Is he the first though?" <laughs> Wasn't now, there another one? Cool. Now, Champ Biden was the was the Biden's elderly German oh, Shepherd okay. who well, passed that. away. That's recently. right. Champ was the long time. Champ was the long time Biden yes. dog. Yes, Major. Biden. Major Biden is about to get yeah. memory hold. Major Biden oh, right. was the German Shepherd mix uh, and rescue, the first rescue apparently ever to live in the White House that the Bidens adopted in 2018. At that time, he was several months old, six to nine yeah. months old, something like that. And when the Bidens came to the White House, they brought Major with them. Major is somewhat okay. infamous for having had several incidents at the White House. Yes. He was, Joe Biden himself sustained an injury, a broken foot, 
playing with Major, apparently. Uh, and then Major had several bite incidents with staff in the White House. He drew blood. Yes. And uh, didn't Biden say he didn't? I don't know. Oh, is that right? I don't he remember also, that. He also left some surprises on the White House floor. Yeah, I don't I don't remember the details, but yeah. Major is now rehomed. Major is no longer a Biden. I don't know. Does he get his last name changed? Where 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 he's, is the dog? Then? He's with some family friends in Delaware. Here's the thing. Happy for Major. I think that's probably give, a better they, environment. You know, you know who could have taken care of Major is what's her name? Uh, Dallas. You know, <laughs> the, the Hunter Biden's. A former, uh, former oh. lover down in Arkansas, you, you know, go. so, so all the unloved, all the yeah, unloved no, the, Bidens can be in one place. Yeah. The, the, come I'm forgetting her name. I'm just the baby about, mama. Just, yeah. Is the baby mama about? Dallas is the only reason I only remember her name when she was at the empire club. I can't remember her. I'm just blanking out right now. Sorry. No, but here's the thing. Yeah. Happy for major. This is probably a better situation for him. The white house is a strange place for a dog to live. No doubt where a yeah. lot of people are coming in. You have a, a contact with a lot of strangers, uh, or see yeah. a lot of strangers, the Bidens, however, have a had a responsibility to this dog. He was not put on a path to success, Major. No, no. not. And here we are. This is what ticks me off. It's one thing for Major to go to a different home and be kept by family, friends in Delaware. Look, the Bidens were in, are in Delaware a lot of the time anyway. I'm sure they get visitation or something. I don't know yes. what the custody rules are. Uh, and he's probably happier there in a place where he's not confronting a bunch of new people all the time. Mm -hmm. But then you're going to tell me you didn't have time to put this dog in a situation where he could, could succeed with all these resources. You could get the best dog trainers in the world, but you couldn't handle him. But now you're going to bring a puppy in because you got all the time in the world for the cute little puppy, but not for Mr. Major and his sad life story who now has to go to live in Delaware with family friends. You know what they could have done? They could. That's right. That's right. Or, or, as uh, thank you, Alex Nesta reminds me, it's Alexis London Roberts. That's who it is down in Arkansas. You know, you know who they could have brought in was uh, they, the White House could have hired Caesar Milan. The dog. This is what I'm saying. They could bring anybody in. Yeah. That dog could have been helped. It would have been a great, now, it would have been a great story. It would have been a great story. Apparently they did send him to some sort of training, but they I just didn't think, send him to Caesar Milan. I just think, <laughs> you know, a bunch of people, of course, Okay, first of all, let's let's entertain for a moment if this were a Republican president who rehomed his dog and immediately got a puppy, oh. how badly that would go in the mm-hmm. press for him. Yeah, that's right. Very, very bad. Yeah, it's like Mitt I Romney's think, dog. Yeah. And a bunch of people are tweeting, it's like, this is responsible dog ownership. It's like, well, responsible dog ownership is deciding what you can handle before you take on the dog, not yeah. after you yeah. take on the uh-huh. dog. I would like to announce that I'm starting a rescue shelter for German Shepherd mixes that are owned by democratic politicians who no longer want them. Because if you'll remember (laughs) poor captain, also a military rank, poor captain was dishonorably discharged from governor Cuomo's household. When Cuomo left the governor's mansion, he was Uh, left behind. So captain major, if we have lieutenants and colonels, you're (laughs) welcome to come to my house when you are dishonorably discharged from democratic leadership service. And you, you guys would do it right. You'd be, you know, you, what do they say in the dog whisperer? You are the leader of the pack. Yes. You must lead that. Don't be led around. So hopefully Biden is not being led around by the, you know, by the dog pulling him on the leash per se, you know. Oh, and one last thing. So hopefully not. One last thing about this. Yes. This is probably what ticks me off the most. Again, yes. The story would look different if it was a Republican president. But two, two, you get 
he's getting a great round of media coverage, Biden is, for having a rescue dog in the White House. You remember that? Yes. Oh, the yeah. First rescue dog. This is such a beautiful mm-hmm. story. It's and now he's story. like, he's out of here. And uh, now you get a brand new round of great press because right. a puppy is cute. That's right. And everyone's like, Major who? So there you go. Major, you're in my heart. <laughs> you're in my heart. I wish right. you the best. I think you were, I think you were done dirty. <laughs> I think you. they could have had the resources to help you if they have the resources to deal with this puppy. By the way, that puppy's gonna leave a few surprises. That's uh, yeah, absolutely. The White House lawn is gonna be a free-for-all, be like a minefield. By the way, I have just recently become a dog lady. So just like this is my new thing. This is what I do now. Yeah, not I, me. I'm allergic to dogs, sadly. I, oh, I can't. are yeah. you really? I am. I got dogs and cats, so it's there. It's the dander, or it's that long hair. So I <laughs> the mean, dander. You, I can't you handle. You can get it. these. You can get these hypoallergenic dogs like Bichon Frise or Portuguese water dogs, but it's not like having a German Shepherd, you know. No. So it's not quite. The same. I did. I, I know that. I know a lot of people who are allergic to cats, but not not that many to dogs. That's a bummer. Uh, yeah, all sorts of farm animals. You name it. It's just not my thing. <laughs> I grew up in Jersey, so. Anyway. That's not what Hunter Biden said. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Anyway, I think it's a jerk move, but I wish Major the best. And if he needs to come to my shelter with Captain, by the way, we gotta get we gotta get an update on the Captain Cuomo story. I've only I looked today. Yeah, and what's find going anything. on? Yeah. I'm gonna put in a request with the Cuomo mm-hmm. family to find out where Captain is, so we can chase we chase down this story, the most important. That's right. Of That's the right. story. Now you know I we, when we grew up we had fish. A fish tank, be in an aquarium. Go. But you know what else I could have had? An ant farm. Oh, you could have had an ant farm. <laughs> and that is the viral moment of the week. There's an old, it's actually an old TikTok video, but it went kind of crazy again this week. By um, old, you mean what? Like a year like a ago? Year. <laughs> Like a year. Like, this is time, from 2006. TikTok, yeah. TikTok time is like dog years. Oh, that's it's right. Like that's right. It's lightning, lightning speed. Yeah. Okay. So there's an old TikTok of someone exclaiming virally she, when she heard that there are people who can't smell dead ants. Apparently, some people can't smell dead ants at all. Like, just can't, can't smell them. Dude, huh? Vic, can you smell ants? I have not tried. This is so bizarre. The, you know, my only exposure to an ant situation, I mean, you, you get, get ants and you exterminate them. You have that person come in, uh, you know, they put on all sorts of various invisible repellents that right. you're just like, I don't want to know, but you know, you, people have an ant problem, but I don't, the only time I had a serious ant problem, I was in the Philippines and we were on Boracay Island just before it became all fancy. And we were right. staying at a place that was kind of like, it, it looked like the place from Gilligan's Island, you know, it's like, you know, and so uh, I had left my bag open and I came back and there was an army of ants, like a trail that went into the bag red ants. And they, for some reason, they decided that they wanted to go to town on my Sony Walkman. Oh, wow. That's how old it was. I was in high school and I don't know why they chose the Walkman. And I'm like, really what's in there? And I just shook it out. And I didn't, I don't remember smelling them though. Do they have to be dead to smell? Uh, so it depends. I can smell ants. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait. You're, yeah. you're not quoting. You're saying you yourself. No, I can. Yes. They have a, what? they have a smell. It's, what does it um, smell like? It is a sort of an astringent smell. It's 
it's ass, ass. How close do you have to get the ant to find out if you smell ant? Well, so because I don't want them coming to my nose. I can fit a lot of ants in my nose. It's different you know, for different people. Angle. It's different yeah. for different people. It's a, apparently it's a genetic thing, whether you can smell it or not. But my dad can smell them live. I can't smell them unless I sh- smush them and then I smell them. When you so, so how close do you bring them to your nose to smell though? Like I can just smell it in the room if I no. smush them. So I like from a ant. distance? Yeah. Wow. So it's sort of like an acidic astringent smell. Apparently it comes from something that is in them called formic acid. Yes. formic acid. And that's the thing you're smelling, but some people just don't smell it. And now everyone thinks that we're crazy because we could smell ants, but that's a thing. And did you just say, you say, so if I smushed an ant, I can find out that way. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to upset any any PETA listeners. That's right. And and you know what, you know, you, you know, outside, let's just say this in nature. I'm not out to kill any animal. Right. They're, they're, they're in their thing. Just don't come inside my house. All bets are off. <laughs> Have you ever had a fire ant experience? No, thank God. Whoo. Explain Alex, where Alex, and our what. producer is nodding her head. That sounds. Really? Uh, I, uh. I once comically was, uh, was covering middle school football. Cause that's mm-hmm. the thing I used to do with my, with my reporter's notebook out at a junior high school. Oh, what, what, when was this? This is when I was right out of college. And so I'm covering junior high football. And by the way, there was this one, one running back who was just like a gigantic man already. And all he did was just run for like 400 yards per game. (laughs) And so I would just, his name was Norman. And I would write up about how Norman stomped everyone at every game. Yes. So I was covering Norman and I was in the, the, the sand hills of North Carolina. Uh, which is a place where fire ants live. And I was writing in my notebook and I sat down on the sidelines and I sat down on a fire ant hill (gasps) and my reflexes are pretty good. So I was up and realized what had happened very quickly and dusted everything off and tried to get everything away from me as quickly as possible. But I had bites all over, really all over my arms and they are awful. I mean, even if you don't have a super bad reaction, they persist for weeks. They're wow. just itching you and burning you forever. Uh, they're the devil. I, mean, I don't. It sounds I, like you, I don't know if those have a smell. I assume they do. I, I it sounds, it sounds to... like you fell in an ant hill. Yeah, no, I sat on an ant oh. hill. That's what I did. Awful. No, unfortunately, uh, that that's why you know, as our friend Sonny Bunch says, never go out. Never go outside the house. Don't, well, never outdoors is Texas. terrible. He's, he's in Texas, he, oh, so he's, he's at risk. A, yeah, I know he's got to deal with other things like scorpions. Yeah. I think the fire ants live in Texas. Too, oh, I'm sure. They? Oh, I'm sure. Anywhere down Texas there. has a lot of things. It's like the Absolutely. Australia of the U.S. Absolutely. That's so interesting that you covered sports, high school sports. I did. I did. Yeah. Well, I, I high school is being generous, but yes. Oh, <laughs> no, I got, co- I also covered high school football. I was, I was, uh, I will note the first woman to cover high school football in this County. And the high school football team was a huge deal. It was very Friday night. Lights. Oh, I bet. oh my uh, gosh. And I would say that uh, most people were pretty surprised that I didn't mess that up, but I didn't. Good for you. I would have loved to cover high school sports, but I can't because of the restraining order. Okay. Anyway, go ahead. As you were saying, I'm kidding. Listeners, please. Hey, you find out more in the other show. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Is, yes, is, actually, is, let me, yeah. let me put in a plug for you guys at Christmas time. Oh. Go check out the sub beacon. Oh, at, very kind. It's Patreon page. You should be a subscriber. You should listen to PG-13 oh, we, R-rated Vic. We got a good one this, this week. We're doing Spider-Man No Way Home. Love it. It is an amazing move. Amazing like Spider-Man himself. It's amazing. And no spoilers here, but wow. It's not Zendaya who's amazing. She's intriguing. 
and not you know not my cup of tea but she's okay. intriguing right. she's intriguing right. she's intriguing and people are like oh why isn't she your cup of tea well you'll have to find out okay tune in okay there you go that i believe wraps up another edition of getting hammered remember you can subscribe to us on itunes google play and stitcher and you can follow me on twitter at victorina mattis I'm Mary Catherine Ham. I just remembered that that athlete's name was Norman Whitley. So I hope he went and played college ball somewhere. I'm going to go look for him now. I'm on Twitter at MK Hammer and on Instagram at MK Hammer Time. And we will see you next time. This has been a Nebulous Media Podcast. <laughs>